0: Welcome to the Metaversible Podcast, chronicling the journey of reaching the metaverse through blockchain, digital art, and virtual reality. Welcome
1: back. To the Metaversible podcast where we explore the art and the science of the metaverse this digital world in which we live in again i'm one of your hosts chris cochran and as always i'm joined by my good friend and host ron eddings
0: so glad to be back in the metaverse
1: and we're about to take another red pill and dive right in who do we got with us today ron
0: Our guest today is Melty. Melty is a creative director of Jumbo Mambo, a play and earn gaming ecosystem on Solana. And I'm really looking forward to this conversation. I do not have much experience in that space. That's why we brought you on Melty. But most importantly, (laughs) welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much.
1: You have so much energy. Like, it's incredible. Like, I see you're so active on social media, active in the Discord. You're just doing so many things. But you got to let us know, like, how did you first get into the metaverse? What was that story for you?
2: The metaverse thing, it really came with my project. I really I really like universes, first of all. I like building universes. Like, my job is to build worlds, create universes, all sort of, like, you know, Fictional stuff, building um, immersive experiences for people. So, I feel like the clearest answer that I can give is I entered the metaverse the same time that my project Jumbo Mambo, entered. I would say before that, it was like yeah, I was in crypto, I dabbled in NFTs. That was mostly on Ethereum. But then, really like that dive into the profound definition of metaverse would definitely be like building with the community when our project arrived in Solana, which was I think in August or September.
1: What was that like bringing that world to life? Because we love exploring other universes, other worlds. And it, that's what you know a lot of this NFT stuff is like. You go into different discords, it's very different, yeah. different rules, different cultures. What was it like building your own world with Jambo?
2: It was an amazing experience. It's something that I'm very passionate about. My background like before Jumbo Mambo was in the music festival scene, I have also a music festival with the same partner that I ha- have in Jumbo Mambo. His name is JPEG Maxi. I- obviously not his real name, but we can pretend that it is, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we made. We have a music festival that was like being in a sci-fi MMORPG. So it was very immersive everybody dressed up, there were lots of activities to do, games to play, and people just felt like they were characters. So like that festival really like cemented my passion for creating kind of like actual, all-encompassing type of like worlds that people can experience, right, in real life. So I brought that passion to Jumbo Mambo and it was much easier to apply here because everybody in the space, especially people who are gamers, they've been trained their whole life, right, for NFTs. Let's just mm-hmm. say, like, all gamers, if you've spent time or money in a game, you are you are equipped for, for handling, like, NFTs and, like, all this metaverse stuff. So once we kind of, like, created a space, and in this case for Java Mumbo, it was definitely the Discord. It was a Twitter first and then the Discord. Once we created the space that people could, like, engage in socialize and like play games in and kind of like call home away from Twitter I suppose it was very 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 easy for us to feed them a lot of content and to get everybody very like passionate in building with us and we did a lot of our building in public so that means we built a lot of our art development on stream we had everybody kind of like cast votes and take part in events that would help with world building for Jumbo Mambo. So I think it was like a really, it was a collective effort. And that was really, really rewarding.
0: It really sounds collective, especially since you have the Discord and you have the community that is all connected to one another. And they're, you know, gaming and having fun. And it's fascinating to hear more about this, like, play and earn aspect. Like, what goes yeah. into that exactly? And, like, that shifts the paradigm, right?
2: Yeah. In terms of play and earn, we're definitely talking about fun first. So enjoyment as a priority. This is in comparison to, of course, the pioneering model, which was play to earn, where you play a game. It doesn't necessarily have to be fun, but you mm-hmm. can earn from it. I think that all of those games watched so that play and earn could run. Now we can build games the way that tradition that tradfi games were built, which is for fun. And then... Putting the earning the earning aspect in after that as like a second layer as like a benefit or a perk or basically it's just it's giving would play to earn and would um, play and earn blockchain game whatever right now not only distributors and celebrity gamers can earn but now like everybody all players can like all parties can kind of like financially benefit. playing the game as well so when we're talking about play and earn we make it fun so that everybody is can stay and play for a very long time and have a good time doing it it doesn't feel like a job i think it's quite straightforward but when 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 you put into the perspective of like you know maybe this year or next year or in not a long time to go there's going to be so many games that you can earn from i think everybody's obviously going to flock to the ones that uh, like the funnest one where you have a good time
1: so i completely agree with that since we're talking about other worlds take us mm-hmm. into the world of jumbo mambo like what is this world about what are the rules the the culture the feeling the the aesthetic of this world that you all created
2: yeah first i think i'll give like a quick background on the project itself and i'll go into like a world overview type of thing but yeah jumbo mambo we are not only a game, but we're building a, an ecosystem as well. And we're going to scale outwards into more of like a metaverse setting that is closer to an MMORPG. But at first, it's just a PvP game. It's a battle royale game. And we are we are a team of like 35 plus people now. And we have a AAA game development studio integrated into the core team. So we work on everything together with the community, especially in terms of world building and when it comes to the world of jumbo mumbo it's a really really whimsical place so um anybody who has seen the jumbos i know they look like puppies they're not puppies they're, they're jumbos
1: <laughs> yeah i get
2: it <laughs> yeah they're jumbos and they're cute and savage little killers so they look cute and funny they're small and stuff but they're they're murderous so um <laughs> So the world itself, it's set in like, I guess, really lush sceneries. We fuse aesthetics of, um, there's a lot of cyberpunk aesthetics, there's a lot of giant foods, there's a lot of like wacky carnival themes. And the player's journey revolves around their discovery of Jumbo Land and their relationship with the new Jumbo pets that they just got. So I guess story-wise, the jumbos kind of like emerge from this. Machine in a mystical forest. Uh, this symbolizes pretty much the first mint of our origin jumbo. So that's our first NFT collection. And from there, the players and the jumbos they embark on this trip towards a long lost metaverse city called Jumbo Land. And so the jumbos are tribal animals. Like I said, they're cute and savage. It's in their nature to fight for honor and also to win this mineral, this really precious mineral called Jambiam. And Jambiam is our token. It's, we're not going with a dual token system. We're going with just one token and a soft currency. So the reason that jumbos fight to the death is because jambium basically grows from dead jumbos. So you need a dead jumbo to be able to harvest jumbo. It gets a little dark, but it's funny. It's um, super
1: dark. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so the jumbos need to die for the jambium to grow and the jambium needs to be harvested so that the pretty much the the city comes to life. But after they die, they get resurrected by the rest of their tribe. So that's the reason why the battle arenas are kind of like the primary workspace of Jambo. So in a traditional match, um, and we're talking, you know, the first game mode is a battle royale called the mini royale. Um, The last jambo standing wins all the Jambium produced. And then, yeah, the players can choose what they want to do with that Jambium. But yeah, that's why they are fighting all the time. And that's why they're so, they're just trained killers from birth because they have to kill as part of their culture and then they get resurrected. And yeah, that's basically like the general gist of the law. There's a, there's a lot more to it, but mainly, mainly that.
0: <laughs> I love it. And, you know, it sounds like there's so much more to come, right? Like I could hear the excitement in your voice. You have a, a big team, you know, working with more than 30 people. And I'm sure it's like complicated to balance creating like this artistic piece that's mixed with a gaming piece that's mixed with a a currency on top.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: (laughs) What are you most excited about bringing to the table of Jumbo? Like, what are you like, wake up super excited to contribute to the project?
2: My favorite thing is always in like details. So, the reason that our community is so into the product so into the world of Jamal Mambo and I get this question really really often in spaces like why is the Jamal Mambo community so obsessed with the world of Jamal Mambo it's literally because of the details that we have put in throughout this whole time so when we were creating our Twitter and our Discord and stuff we made sure that everything was completely customized to look and sound as much as possible to an extent of course like you have left everything else behind and you're now in the world of Jumbo Mambo. So that includes having a character, the admin character. It's not me. It's not my partner, JPEG. It's not anybody from the community team. It's literally a character called Talking Jumbo. And that character runs Twitter and it runs a Discord and it has a very distinct voice to it. The way that it interacts with everybody else, the way that it runs events, And yeah, the community just gets really affected by that. And when we were creating content, we were doing our art development and stuff like that. We kept adding things to the world where I guess people would notice because people get really into franchises and stuff because of Easter eggs, because they're able to like notice details and notice things that like, if you just look on the surface, you won't see. And we did a lot of that stuff when we were like building the community. And so I don't know. It just became like a really, it just built like a really strong culture. And so I get really excited every day when I'm thinking about events and our community things and what we're building, you know, with the Jumbo Camp, uh, that's our staking platform. What's coming in the alpha mutation event that's coming up as well. Definitely the details that I can like sneak in.
1: What's crazy is I bought a Jumbo really early on, uh, nice. and I bought, it. I, I bought it because, you know, you're my friend. I consider you a friend, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm <laughs> going to support this project. And little did I realize that this thing was literally going to shoot to the moon. Floor price is looking <laughs> crazy. You guys are doing all these incredible things with utility. Are you shocked at the growth and the love that you're receiving for, for this project?
2: I am shocked, but I haven't had time to react
1: look back at the last few months of being a yeah. part of this project, like what has been some of the highs, what, what has been even some of the challenges that you, you've been through?
2: I want to say the challenge is when the floor price dipped below min while we were building Jumbo Camp, but I'll just be honest here. Yeah, I don't feel bad at all. It's like, <laughs> like, well, that, you know, that's kind of natural, but definitely the challenge was going from The Origin Mint up until now, making sure that the world that we are building, the aesthetics and everything that we're putting out is, it's like, I don't want to say consistent because it has evolved quite a bit, but balanced. It had to be balanced because of the the audience that we are speaking to. People liked cute things. They liked funny things, but they also like cool triple a looking high quality things so i think that my challenges are very different from the challenges of say our devs or my partner jpeg who is in charge of business development economy design and all the stuff to do with vc <laughs> all the big boy things his challenges are definitely different, different from mine mine was all about kind of like maintaining the balance in um what we're com- like the brand that we're communicating out to the community making sure that it's not too far into one territory. And that we could kind of uh, also adopt in new buyers, if you know what I mean, with the aesthetic that we're putting out. But yeah, that also leads to the highs, because once that came into balance a little bit, we were able to drop Jumbo Camp, which is a huge success. I'm so proud of my team. I I I, I really trust my team. I think you guys can tell. I, I'm bullish on my project because I trust right. my team so much. Um, but yeah, uh, Jumbo Count, we released it. It is a gamified staking platform that basically lets people play, like, people use their origin jumbos to train to level up or hunt to get some items. So the current items that are available are like gacha boxes, loot boxes that you can open later. So we haven't even dropped our tokens, and we are at about a 93 or 94% stake, which is crazy high it's so much higher high. than i've ever expected I, i've ever dreamed and as as we're speaking right now we have we're down to about 49 listed jumbos out of 4,444
1: that is crazy i need to get mine staked asap as soon as we get off <laughs> yes! this, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get mine in there <laughs> are you the
2: one stopping us from hitting 95 percent it's is all it my you? fault
1: i'm I, oh my i just oh didn't know i'm my. so sorry I'm going to fix it right now. You have to level
2: (laughs) up your jambos because when you level up your jambos, then you can access certain hunts. So hunts are like little adventures that they go on and they'll bring back loot for you and you can list that loot or you can keep it and open it later and get like a really cool jumbo item that you can use in the game. But yeah, the, the interesting thing about hunts is there's a level requirement to them and you don't know, when they're going to come out. So it's um, it's been really, really interesting to read everybody's strategies and plays every day on Twitter and in the Discord, how they're splitting up their jumbo, you know, the jumbos that they own, that they own, which ones are leveling, which ones are going on hunts. People have some great takes on that. I think it's an interesting read for me.
0: So I hope your team is listening to this episode because you've given them so many shout outs and said, really, this wouldn't have been possible without your team. I would love yeah. to know what goes into a Web3 first team. Like is your team spread across the country or the world? And what are some of the team dynamics working at this type of working on this type of project?
2: It started off with myself, JPEG Maxi. Yeah, literally just that. <laughs> just me and him designing this whole project initially together. And then we got our friend Nikhil. Who is our blockchain strategies director right now? He headed all of the blockchain thing. It was the three of us for quite a while, plus some like artists here and there. And then when we finally got some, prime like we got people to join our primary advisory board called Jumbo Friends, or Jumbo Super Friends. Sorry, some amazing people. Soul Big Brain is in there. Um, Cabin from Chill Chat. We have Addy from This X, Gaius and KK. These are people in the space. But then. Also, we had uh, Chris from Unreal Engine, and somebody who has stayed with us actively up until now is James Chung. He shipped two Call of Duty games, and he made World War Tunes. It's a really, really cute like tank combat game, and his aesthetic is just like really cool. But he helped us procure a lot of our game devs until uh, we ended up doing pretty much a joint venture with Broken Circle Studios, who is now integrated into our, our full-time team. So that's headed by James Finley. He used to be the director of technology at Unity. And we have Josiah, who's in charge of all of the infrastructure. We have Amber, who is their art director. Um, so I work a lot with her. And then they, have, they brought in a lot of our game devs and a lot of our game artists. And everybody's been amazing. They are in the U.S. time zone. So... Usually, how it goes is they'll speak to us at 7 a.m. their time and it's 10 p.m. for us, Mm. which I love because I don't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So that's morning for me as well. That's like kind of afternoon for me, I guess. It will go like that. And then after that, it will be mostly our like growth meetings or our dev meetings. So from there until now, we've we have a handful of amazing devs on board as well. We have our game economy design advisors as well Navic. they are i don't even know what time zone they're in you guys this is the thing when you're asking me how it is to work in this i don't know what time zone anybody's in i we just <laughs> we literally are just in slack and just, just
0: go like, just do it right just,
2: sometimes <laughs> okay. sometimes jpeg would just throw out a zoom link and just be like he'll just tag here Whoever is around, get into the call. Sometimes it's that unorganized, but then sometimes it's like extremely organized because we have an amazing project manager, Lynn, who's also my project researcher. I don't you know how everybody says do your own research. I don't do that. Like F that, I don't do my own research. Lynn does my research and I just listen to
1: her. <laughs>
2: so just nobody listen to me, just listen to Lynn or yourself. But yeah, sometimes it's unorganized, sometimes it's very organized because Lynn is like this this i I think she's like an octopus because i feel like she has so many hands and she's like doing the spreadsheets and the trello tasks and making all the calls and making sure all the devs are doing their tasks (laughs) so she also runs the community team it wasn't people people like her in our team i don't know where we would be i don't know where i would be for
1: sure That's incredible. Sometimes you need a team to do anything great. And what's interesting about you is when you go into these Twitter spaces, there are some characters and you hold your own every single time. What is it like dealing with some of the personalities in NFTs and and the Web3 and the metaverse space for you?
2: The characters you're talking about, I assume you mean some of the more unsavory, crazy ones.
1: Uh, I would say a mix. Like there's some great characters and there's some not so great characters. How do you handle some the of those? Gra-
2: I mean, obviously the great characters are easy to handle. I don't think there's <laughs> anything to handle there. They're, we're a really close group of friends up there in the forum. I suppose that's like where I hang out the most or I used to. I'm I'm a little bit swamped now. I'll get back to it. But I think being a doxxed, I guess, woman in the space, it comes with this caveat. It's like, it comes with some really insane stuff that you wouldn't even imagine like the dms that i get sometimes are crazy in spaces i'm sure you've definitely been in spaces where people have come up and just randomly like yelled (laughs) verbal abuse at me and i just have to be like okay Mm -hmm. cool or someone would say something and i just be like what are you talking about it's weird i don't love that part but i wouldn't say that it deters me in any way like it doesn't make me like regret being doxxed um, it doesn't make me regret, like, having my face out there because those things that I've done and the way that I've networked in the space has, like, it has really contributed to, like, how far the project was able, like, the reach of the project, I suppose. So, yeah, it's... it's. I don't know if doxing is for every, everybody. I don't think that it is, honestly, especially, like, if you're, like, considering like geographically you know like some countries it's not like it's not as easy to like be doxed and be in the crypto space but yeah for me personally it's really okay and really beneficial
1: no, that's great. And I, I think you're a great positive force in this community. So I'm definitely glad that you have that resilience to handle some of those folks. But keep on going with a smile for the folks that you. you know want to get into this game, because obviously it's a, a little tougher now due to price. But I'm sure there's people that are like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I got to be a part of this game. How do mm-hmm. people get in the game? How do people take part in the community? And how do they be a part of your incredible world?
2: Many answers. The first the first most obvious answer is just join the community. So the community itself, like, okay, Jumbo community, right, is an extension of the crypto Twitter community. And the crypto Twitter community, for me, is a metaverse. Like, that's how I imagine it. So... When I define a metaverse, I'm, I don't define it as like, okay, a universe. Like, I don't think that like League of Legends is a metaverse. I just think it's like a universe. I think Fortnite is a metaverse because it brings in so many other IP. And um, what Crypto Twitter is, is literally that for me. And all of the projects are like always collaborating with each other. And especially on Solana, everyone's kind of trying to make sure that other, like that everybody else succeeds as well. So if you just join, if you're in another community, and you join the Jumbo community, there's a really, really big chance that there will be an event or some sort of collaboration that will make your entry into Jumbo much, much easier. So we run a lot of really fun events. There's actually an event coming up. We haven't announced it, but it's like Roo Scouts. So it's like Jumbo Scouts. It's in the theme of Jumbo Camp. And there's some nice prizes to win there. There's some Roo Packs, which are the, the gacha boxes that I mentioned before. You can also win a few Jumbos. And then, yeah, the second answer has something to do with our game. So if you don't own a Jumbo and you don't, you're not thinking of owning a Jumbo, you can still play the game when the alpha comes out. When the alpha comes out, we are going to be launching it with, of course, the first build, like the first layer of game mechanics and um, the first mode, of course, the Mini Royale. But it also comes with Jumbo Breeding and the Jumbo Daycare, which is the lending, the lending system. So even if you don't own an NFT, you don't own a jumbo, you can still use the lending system to take somebody else's jumbo into like a daycare and you can play. And then you guys kind of like split the winnings if you win something. So that is coming in the alpha. And I think that is something really, really cool that people can explore when the alpha comes out.
1: Outstanding. Melty, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to hop on the mics with us. For the folks that want to thank stay you. up to date with you and all the incredible things you have going on in your world, what are the best ways for people to do that?
2: Um, They can come to either the Jumbo Discord. So it's discord.gg slash Jumbo Mumble. Oh, by the way, our website is just com. We secure that. Love that for us. It's not .io anymore. Right. And yeah, my Twitter is just Melty tanty. But I think you'll find me if you just go to Jumbo um, on Twitter. You can just send me a shit post or something, and I'll likely respond to it. <laughs> That's the thing that I respond to the most: shit posts. <laughs> as long as they're funny.
0: Awesome. We have the website along with your Twitter in the show notes for everyone to stay up to date with you. Melty, thanks again. And we'll see everyone next time in the metaverse.
2: Thank you, guys.